Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the shows that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are looking back at, I think, certainly in my memory, the longest running show that I can think of. Um, we're looking back it's at the longest running kids show. What's that? Longest running kids show. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, kid shows is what we do, right? So I'm not counting, like, yeah. you know, BBC Breakfast or anything like that. Or, like, the Simpsons. I was thinking of a rule. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. in terms of, you know, what we do on this show, kids TV. Um, is there any that have run longer than Chuckle Vision? I, can't I don't know. Think I think we're only probably only Blue Peter and Newsround. Oh, they don't count though, do they? They're not because they're not entertaining. They're shit. Well, I mean, they're, yeah, and they're kind of like factual programs. Like just in terms of a, I mean, let's call it what it is. Like just twenty minutes of fuckery. fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. To run for like what twenty two twenty one years twenty one so, yeah, years. Yeah, it ran from late uh, 1987 to early 2009. Wow. So, yeah, 21 years, 292 episodes of 15 minutes a clip. That's some fucking output right there. So we haven't watched the entire run this week, listeners, <laughs> is what we're saying. Let, let's be fair. When it's 13 episodes, we, we struggle to watch the entire run. We're definitely not doing 290-something. Um but I mean, long overdue. You know, we you see, we seem to be saying that quite a lot at the moment. We kind of we are in a process of circling back around, I think, and like yeah. cherry picking these ones that for some reason, maybe they were too obvious. I don't know things like this. Possibly, but, yeah. You know why? Why the fuck Chuckavision's taken us this many episodes to get to? I don't know. It's, I mean, I I think it's just like synonymous now with with kids TV. I think for our generation, like if you, I think if you stopped someone on the street of our generation and the generation after us and possibly even the generation after them and said, like, name a children's show. Like, this was Family Fortunes. Like, this has got to make the top this five, is top five easily. Um, I mean, it was in 2016, it was voted the best TV kids' TV show, a UK kids' TV show ever. I mean, I, it depends what your metric is, doesn't it? Because I don't it, know if... It like, does. Like, there, there are definitely better shows out there. Yeah. But, but if you're looking at longevity, this is certainly it. I mean... And, it, it had a very distinct appeal as well. Let's not forget. I, I, it still appeals to me. I'm not like I'm not. I'm not dumping on it. Um, what what I have watched, you know, I, I can't say I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, yeah. It, like it just, <clears throat> it's another one of those shows that completely washed over me. Like I, I I took no real tangible benefit from it whatsoever, other than a few yeah. yucks. And it and it is funny. Like it, it well. Mm. I guess that, you know, humor subjective, but it is what it like. You, this is another show that you meet on its level, right? I think, yeah. you know, going into Chuckle Vision, that it's, you know, 15, 20 minutes of just cornball slapstick. It's cheesy yeah. as hell. It's absolutely, you know, it's not smart, but it is like, as long as you're going to meet it on that level, it's funny. And there's something. Hmm. You know, again, when we looked, I've compared a few things to this, but it's it, it's kind of become the touchstone. When we looked at Rent a Ghost, and it just had mm. that kind of just really quaint, old school, just nice humor about it. You know, just yeah, real classic comedy. Um, yeah, it's now, it reminded it reminded me. Um, so I watched uh, I watched a couple of episodes yesterday. I think I watched my watch two yesterday and one today, or might be the other one. But I put on um, it's half term, so kids are at home, so I've not really had a chance to do a lot. Um, but I put one on. Number two was with me, and I thought, "Fuck, I need to watch something because I don't know how much time I'm going to have um, to do it." So we put on. It's the, it was done. It's the first episode of season three. Now I was, I, I've done a bit of reading as to why that was later on. I'll come back to that. 
Um, but it was it reminded me very much of the sort of slapstick you got in things like Naked Gun and Benny mm-hmm. Hill, whereby in the episode I watched, um, Barry goes to um, he, he's delivering leaflets and he goes to the gate. The gate is locked and the wall is the same height as the gate. So he steps over the wall, unlocks the gate, steps back over the wall, goes through the gate, and then the, and then the wall falls over. And it's that you can almost see Frank Drebin. He's got somebody at gunpoint yeah. and he needs to get his handcuffs out. So he gives the person the gun while he gets his handcuffs out of his pocket. It's that sort of very stupid, completely surreal, compl- no, just completely mental humour. But it just makes you laugh. And I mean, obviously, we're not on video, but I could see you chuckling when I was when I was telling you that. I mean, that's a funny uh, gag. That is a funny is. gag. You know? And it's it's you no, know, there's so many of those throughout the show. I mean, I, I've not watched anywhere near as much as I'd like to have, just because I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Same. watched um, across action from the uh, from across the 21 seasons. I think I watched one from season three, one from season nine, and one from season uh, 12. I did want to watch some um, seasons 14, 15, 16 because they they had a different format. Um, oh, okay. I don't know why they did this, but they had um, they had through line. So it was so each each season each of those three seasons had a story. Wow, and they were no, it was very apparently very similar in style in terms of the humor and things like that. But it was no, they they were trying to tell a story going through it, which I I would love to track down. I've never seen and any of those. Um, I'm sure um, they'll be available on the internet. It's not none of this is available um, through legit channels, unfortunately. I did I did try first place to try with iPlayer. Yeah, me too, it's right? It's a BBC property. How the fuck is this not on i? What is wrong with you, BBC? What am I paying my well, fucking license fee for? Well, the thing is, I mean, I I know this hasn't been on the air for fucking out fifteen years. But it's you know, it's constantly going to draw you money. It ran for 21 years. It's, it's iPlayer. It's a fucking archive. Like Just the, keep it on there. There's a reason it ran for 21 years, right? And yeah. The, you know, they, they've still got fucking the original Teletubby, and I'm not knocking it, you know, listen to our Teletubbies episode. Like, they've still got yep. original Teletubbies on the iPlayer. In the Night Garden is still on. That show finished 10 years ago. That's yeah. still on there. I thought so, the original Teletubbies fucking finished 20 years ago, didn't it? Well, but, but then there's... I know they've rebooted new, it. Yeah, the there's, there's reboots of Teletubbies. And it's all over the shop. For some reason, Teletubbies is also on CITV, on their player as well, which is weird. Okay. It's on Amazon as well. Like, Teletubbies yeah, is fucking everywhere. But I, th- I don't think... I don't. I think the difference is that we've gone off, off the road, but I think In the Night Garden was a BBC property. I think they bought it from Amwood. Yes. Whereas Teletubbies, they didn't. They licensed it. Oh, okay. So when the so when the when the um, distribution came, when the off screen distribution came, so the streaming and the the home, the home release, I think it was a case of look, anyone who fucks it, fucking wants it and wants to pay for it can have it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But so yeah, so but, I, think, yeah. I think that's the reason. Why. But, but yeah. the point is, like all of that stuff's on there. How do you not have what has got to be the longest running show? I know it's bizarre. Even, even if you just have a season or two, you don't need all of them. Yeah. And and the thing is, like. Yeah, I mean, I watched early ones. I've not had um, hardly any time this week. My mental week from last week, for those of you that have listened to the other shows, has carried on rolling over. Um, so I've been very, very busy. I, I've also done absolutely fuck all research. So like some of the stuff you were just um, spouting, Mark, that, that's news to me. So that that's interesting. Um, which, so we're kind of rewinding all the way back to the early days of this show here. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. how this started, where I did fuck all, you did all the work, and I just sat here and went, huh, really? <laughs> and offered some <laughs> random insight from my memory of 20 years ago. Um, 30 years ago. Fuck, I'm old. I keep forgetting. <laughs> so, we're, well, fuck me, that took me off on a tangent. Where did I go? Yeah, so I've only watched older ones. Um, and, and they're still... Like they're still funny. Like yes, they the look is they, old. But they look old, but they don't date because they're no, not... because the humour is nothing, so classic. Is it is, thing. and there's nothing in it. It doesn't rely on... No, they're not... I mean, I'm sure in some of the later ones they're using computers and they've got mobiles and stuff like that. But 
the humor is still the humor. Like one of the early ones I watched, um, they were they were running a park, and basically, rather than having like a grounds department within a council, there were two of them. Had to you know draw, do the white lines of the tennis court. Had to do the litter picking. Had to sort out the mole holes on the bowl, on the bowling green. All this sort of stuff. And it's just you not know, fifteen minutes of fucking around, basically. Mm. Um, but you know, you've got the sort of some of the sort of the humour is you know, you've got Barry's there picking up litter with the you know the, the, the spike on a pole, and he inadvertently he's, he's chasing the plastic bag around. He goes to stab it, and it, it blows away, and he catches the tire of the truck. So he lets the tire down. Yeah. Um, again, completely stupid, and then. Um, Paul comes. Oh no, I've got a flat tire. Oh, that's right. It's only flat on the bottom. All right then, and he jumps in and drives off. Because again, it's this. You no, know, it's that stupid level of humor. And I, re- I read a quote from um, one of the. Um, it, it, it it was like an, uh, an, a Royal Television Society, but not um, type of award. Um, and he was you know, the, the quote along the lines of, "No, for anybody and anybody over the age of eight, this this show is, this show is stupid. But for the millions of people under eight, it's brilliant. And on that metric alone." This is what should be having to know. This, this should have, have you know twenty odd BAFTAs and all the rest, and not the office and not and not stuff like that. And I agree with that because the longevity of it and the the level you know, the level doesn't drop. But from what I've seen across the the seasons I've watched, it doesn't it doesn't drop off. It's still funny. It's still okay. It's it's it, it's of its time. And I think some of some of the some of the dialogue looking at the episodes from the late eighties, early nineties doesn't really stand up now. Mm. But it won't because the way we, you know the way people speak has changed. But it's still funny. Yeah, I and that's think, what you want from a comedy show. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's because it is, like I say, it's, it's very classic. I mean, look, like, it's 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 sort of a, a straight man and a fall guy, except you know, oh, yeah, sure they're both stupid. Um, yeah. yeah, but it is classic humor. Like it's very, it's very Laurel and Hardy. This, hmm. like, and and unintentionally so, right? You've you've got your comedy double yeah. act pratfall in everywhere, but it, you know, it's, it's interesting the the quote you just read out. I I see where they're coming from when they when they say about people over the age of eight, it's silly and yeah. under the age of eight, love it. I see where they're coming from. I think that is unduly harsh, um, because I think, like, like, yes, it's it's corny and it's it's childish in some ways. I I get hmm. that. It, it's very simple. You know, earlier on, I said it wasn't clever. I think I think I misspoke there. I don't, I don't think that's fair. I think actually some of the writing is quite clever, um, and it and it's, it's clever, clever, but it picks its audience. Yes, it, it, exactly. It's 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 clever in its simplicity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. You know, and and they know what works. Like it's some people are are funny because oh god, there's no way to say this without sounding horrible to to the Chuckle Brothers, but. Um, some people are it's like the difference then i guess between just wit and and comedy timing is the thing some people mm. are funny because they're sharp as attack right and yeah. and they can look at ricky gervais for instance i know you don't like him mark but you know when ricky gervais will put him behind a keyboard right let him sit down write six episodes of a tv series it's gold give him a microphone and ask him to talk you've got 50 50 chance whether he's going to say something horrendous or something funny like he's not he's not off the cuff in that way mm, yeah. right he's a writer and and his humor comes with that uh, and then other people are just naturally funny right and and yeah. that's what this is you've got two performers who are just naturally funny who have a perfect understanding of comedy timing whose yeah. visual comedy is excellent who have genuine chemistry together and actually you know the wordplay is silly but it is funny yeah. it, like you know some of the actual verbal gags are very very funny um, oh yeah, completely. It's occasionally, certainly the episodes I've watched anyway, and I didn't remember this as a kid. It is a kid show, but it's occasionally quite cheeky. 
Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot of like wee and poo jokes and fart jokes, certainly in some of the ones that I watched, which yeah. some of them, I mean, one of the ones I watched, did you see the wrestling one, Mark? No, I didn't see that one. Okay. So, so there's one, um, you, and you can almost refer to all of these episodes, like friends episodes. There's the one way, right? Cause every episode yeah. they've got a different job, right? So yeah. in this one, um, they've been kicked out of the local, the Chuckles have been kicked out of the local leisure center because they're the fucking Chuckle Brothers, right? So they're a walking fucking disaster zone. They don't want them in the yeah. leisure center. They're breaking everything. Uh, and then Paul manages to work out a deal where they'll be allowed back in if they help with the wrestling show because the leisure center manager's having a real meltdown because, like, one of the wrestlers hasn't showed up. So he's like, right, okay, well, we'll do it then. <laughs> we'll wrestle. And so then you've got this whole segment where they're kind of training up and what have you to wrestle. And they're describing what wrestlers do when they're training. Like, well, okay, right. So squat, grunt, then you need to go over to your corner and have a whittle. And they're kind of <laughs> going back and forth. And it, cue five minutes of gags about whittling in the corner, which is... Yeah. It's just juvenile and puerile, and and it's it's just so close to the line of like yeah. of what's acceptable, I think, for like an eight year old. But of course, an eight year old is going to find that absolutely hysterical because oh, you're talking about pee, and that's because yeah. bodily functions are funny to absolutely. children. Um, yeah, so it does. It it kind of skirts to the line. It's 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 never ever you know gets close to the knuckle, but it does skirt that line of like how how far can we push this for a for an eight-year-old do you know what i mean um yeah and and i think you know you just going back to this over eight under eight thing Mm. one of my um clearest memories of this and something i i I think that will always have me holding this show in high regard is that actually i think this does span generations and i think it does it very Mm. well um there are a few shows that i could talk about to my grandfather and my godchildren and this is one of them Right, because this was still on the air when they were kids, but when I was a kid and I was watching it, like I remember my grandfather coming home from work, and generally, he'd come in like he'd be working all day. The last thing he wanted was fucking children's TV on, right? And he would very loudly (laughs) exclaim his distaste at most of the shit I was watching, right? And you know, there there was particularly like when Neighbours rolled around and me and my nan wanted to watch Neighbours, he would do nothing but fucking moan about it, right? Yeah. He would he would always moan about wrestling as well, but actually he secretly enjoyed it, and we all know yes. he secretly enjoyed it, but he wasn't allowed to let us know he was enjoying it. Um, yeah, that sounds familiar. Chuckle Vision, he would just sit down and laugh his ass off the whole way through it. Absolutely fucking yeah. loved it. Um, because yeah. it's it's his style of humor anyway yeah you know he he likes this is what he grew up with that's how classic this is um mm. and so i think that's unfair to to say that it's it's for under eights i i i yeah. get it i do get it because it is juvenile but i think you know that little kid exists in all of us it's easy to tap back into that for 15 to 20 minutes well the thing is if you're if you're watching it and i mean i, I i'm not sure how old your grandfather is but i mean it, when this was on this was on the air thirty years ago, so I mean, yeah. he's, he's he's going to be getting up there. Well, and... my grandfather is currently this year he will be ninety two. So, <laughs> so if we call it so if we, if we call it th- call it thirty years, call it thirty five years. Yeah. So he's he's in his sixties. Yeah. And there's but even then there's still something funny. I mean, I watched one. Um, the reason I watched it was a friend of my in laws was in it. Um, uh, they and they they've been hired by a, blo- a a bloke from the council, which was dodgy as fuck. No, that bloke from the council comes, told us to come and paint the library. And they're painting the inside of the library. 
And again, the, the, the gags you can have about being in a library, so, you know, things start going wrong and you know, Barry knocks a vase over and sm- it smashes and he turns around and shushes it because it's making too much noise when it smashes. Um, but you no, know, there's things like that. But then you know, they they're carrying a plank upstairs, some sort of use of the trestle so they can stand on. And then a guy sits on it thinking it's a bench and obviously gets a paint over it. That's that's funny. Whatever, no, what, however you're looking at it, you can see it coming a mile off. Mm. It's still funny because you want to see how it's going to happen. You, yeah, you want to see it. It's all in the setup and the masters of it. And I, and I think actually, yeah. you know, particularly particularly Barry, like his his facial expressions and his physical yes. comedy is just superb. You know, and, and that's not to take away from Paul because Paul plays what passes for the straight man equally as well. Yeah. Like when he needs to be stony faced, he can be. Most of the time, he's also a fucking idiot, but he'll also yes. set up most of the. Like he'll he'll serve up the verbal gags, yeah. and then Barry will smash him back. You know the yeah. old. Well, same thing I was talking about the um the the tire with the yes. um, the, 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 the that was no Paul's driving. Oh no, I've got a flat tire. Barry comes back with a one liner, and a Paul. Being having to then revert to India goes okay fair enough and jumps in and drives off because it's almost as if as it is what passes as a straight man, but then because there's only the two of them they can't allow that to sort of stand because they need to move they need to move the episode on mm. and it's not as if they're doing a skit no they're doing skits within the episode it's not as if they're doing a skit and then that's that's the punchline you're into the next one it's literally just following or following the show through so it works really well and as you said no, Paul, Paul does a very good job of that but they're both of their performances I think you can't fault them. They're excellent um, at what they because, do. They, they, they and just I are. think a lot of it, a lot of it comes. I've done a little bit of reading about them. So they, um, they have two older brothers who um, were a, a stage um, double act called the Patton Brothers. I know this. They're in the show too, aren't they? They I've do read pop this up occasionally. Yes, because um, yeah, one, so they, they, one of them's the no slacking guy, isn't he? Yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. and um, yeah. So they they, they they pop up in various guises because again, it's some it's 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 that effect that sketch show. You know, you can have people doing different things every time and that's fine so they do pop up but again they've done a lot of stage work and the four of them have done a lot of stuff together especially in their early career they did a lot of these sort of stage work and almost sort of vaudevillian type um it is type shows it's very vaudeville this show in itself is very vaudeville isn't it so that, that yeah. makes sense and yeah so i mean that's that's kind of where they started and then obviously they've you know, they've moved into and they've moved into at some point they've moved into light entertainment and kids tv which again no i'm not knocking it because it's you know, it's, it's a good living um, and they've they've gone into it and they've really embraced it. And actually, what they've done is they've elevated it to a point where kids TV in the eighties, some of it was great, as was the point of this show. Um, others was crap, and it's sort of again, it's a there were peaks and troughs, but this was a constant, mm. and it never needed to change. And I think that I mean the the change in style they had in sort of the seasons fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, that was kind of a death knell because not long after that they were they, after those three seasons they reverted back to what they were doing and I don't think from what I've read I don't think it was ever quite the same again. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see those because that kind of that almost locks it into a sitcom format, which hmm. is which is interesting to me because I think you're right, right? They they did elevate what was, you know, these these kind of live action children's sitcoms. They were kicking around for a little bit before this came around and then they yeah. were kicking around alongside chuckle vision for a little while and then i think this just this elevated this raised the bar so high that we mm. haven't really seen them again since not to my knowledge anyway i mean when you think you know prior to this as already mentioned you had the likes of rent a ghost then yeah. when this was on you know we were also having things like michelangelo bodger and badger you know you, yeah. you had those sort of shows kicking around and then after this 
as I say, to the best of my knowledge, I mean, obviously we we were growing up then, but I I yeah. I don't think there's been anything else like like I think it's fair no. to say those other shows are like this, all albeit yeah. with with a different setup. You know, the, the children's comedy yeah. shows, but I think this just kind of this completely monopolized the market, and I think it's because. Yeah. It, it's it's Paul and Barry. They they're just so good at what they do. There is yeah. just no point anyone else trying. Like there's I think not. anybody <laughs> trying to make to make something in the same style and not using that using that same format. I think the problem is they would automatically draw comparisons, and unless they were fucking exceptional, they would never draw favorable comparisons. Yeah, and I think, always be they would always be an imitation. Yeah, and I think it's you know this for the same reason that you could never ever reboot it now. You know, like in yeah. theory, the chuckles are characters, right? So yeah. you could you could have it animated if you want to, or you could reboot it with you know you could you could go down the blippy route and just get a new pair of chuckles, right? Yeah. But they're irreplaceable. They they yeah. are the show. They are the Chuckle Brothers, and and without yeah. them, you know, and, and in terms of comparison, I think you've only got to look at this show's you know because we talk about this with some of the other stuff we watch as well. You've only got to look at this show's cultural yeah. impact to realize yeah. that they are beyond compare and i think that's it's probably the first time i've used this on this show but they are beyond yeah. compare in terms of cultural impact you just think about for a second how much of chuckle vision has entered your everyday vocabulary yeah and it's astonishing like this goes beyond catchphrases it is impossible yeah. no matter how old you are from the oldest person alive in britain today to the youngest person talking in Britain today, right? Mm. It is impossible for two people to do a combined lift of anything anywhere in this country without going to me to you. It's impossible. Yeah. It's it's reactionary at this point. Yeah. The second you pick it up, it's to me, and, and yeah. you can't help it. Yeah. You know, no, I I remember I was working um, for an American company about 10, 15 years ago, and um, we were shifting some furniture in the office just because there was there was something in the way. Um, it was a desk. So myself and one of the um, one of the seniors managers were, were were the only ones in the office. We were bugger, we'll move it before anyone gets in. And I did that. We left it. I said to me, and he looked at me as if I shat in his cereal. You know, a fucking clue what I was talking about. Poor guy. <laughs> I know. Poor guy. I then had to. I then felt the need to justify and explain what I was talking about. And then he still looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. I said, "Well, you're lost, mate." I mean, the the last the last private company I worked for, I was um, I was middle management. I had a what was a small team under me it grew very large but the small team that i had um stuck with me throughout my career there they're still friends of mine now but it is unanimous shorthand amongst all of us if somebody drops a bollock if someone does something stupid even if it's not one of us if we witness somebody else doing something stupid it is unanimous yeah. shorthand to just go to me to you and everybody knows what everybody knows that just means you fucking idiot you yeah. fucked up. Like you don't even have to mention the Chuckle Brothers. That is just yeah. you know, and, and, That's just it, isn't it? And nothing more can be said. It's like you know, it and and it's normally a fuck up of such monumental stature <laughs> that that somebody's going to have a bad week because of it. But we'd still yeah. just be like, it, it's the way of just basically saying you fucking asshole without saying you fucking asshole. Yeah, and it works. You know, to me, to you, and, and everybody fucking knows it. Um, yeah. You know, and and you know, if it was slightly more lighthearted, there is one of those specifically people that I work with, and and we will regularly use oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, when we're talking yeah. about the others. It's it's ingrained. It's yeah. part of our culture. Um, it's it's I can't I don't think 
overstate this. It's part of being British now, I think, the the Chuckle mm. Brothers. Like, they're, they're part of our cultural heritage. That sounds yeah. like a grand statement, but I don't think it is. I think they're as much of our cultural heritage at this point as, say, Monty Python or the Beatles are. They're, yeah, I think that's fair. They're just a and that, part that'll, of British and that'll, culture. And that'll draw... That'll draw some negative comments, but I think you've got to look at you know their look at their medium and their and their and, and the, the genre they worked in. Yeah, totally. Know that, like I'm not saying they they're of that level. I'm just saying I'm, that's and, and, and how that, much they've permeated culture. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's what the internet's like. Somebody will jump. Oh yeah, of course that. they will. Of course, that yeah. But but yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. Is it not? There there is, and we have it when you, know, you get you get when when people are working and as I said, they, people fuck up or you get. A particular gang who you know are going to fuck things up, or they're going to cause problems. Mm-hmm. You immediately refer to them as Chuckle, Chuckle Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, you do. We, we yeah, <laughs> we do you know, it all and, the time we, as well. Yeah, and no, you, you go off in a job. Oh, fuck the Chuckle Brothers, Brothers on this one, right? What have they fucked up today? Yep. And that's always it. Yeah. That's always the thing. And then when they haven't fucked anything up, you really feel quite guilty for about half a second, and then they fuck something up. Yep. It, totally. And and it's it's just inoffensive enough that you can get away. Like it's serious. you mean it. You're not calling them the Chuckle Brothers in jest. You call them the Chuckle Brothers. Oh no, fucking useless. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a term of endearment. But it's inoffensive enough that you get away with it because, again, because the Chuckles are so endearing in themselves. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost it's the kicking a puppy thing, isn't it? Like they, you, yeah. you'd hate them, right? If the Chuckle Brothers were in your everyday life, you would absolutely hate. Oh them. god, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd be like the no slacking guy. You'd just be like, oh, no, no. Just Not don't. you two again. Yeah. But it's, it's like kicking a puppy. You just can't hate them. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think in terms of its cultural impact, you know, and again, it, it didn't run for all of those years on accident. No. The show itself, um, you've mentioned, like, we haven't even talked about the show. We've just dove straight in to to what it means um which i which i think is credit to to its impact again but the yeah. show itself then yeah is, is a kind of you can call it an extended sketch show i think because every week mm. is different yeah. apart from those later yeah. ones that you were talking about yeah. you know they'd have a new job every week because that's how fucking useless they are they were basically odd job men is what they were yeah. they had the, the fucking chuckle bike that they fucking yeah <laughs> rode around on and they'd look for jobs. So wrestlers one yeah. week, painter and decorators another week, dog walkers yeah. another week, whatever. And hilarity would occur. Now, yeah, I'm old. Incidentally, it was called the Chuckmobile. Oh, there you go. The Chuck it, was right. it, was, it was a quadricycle. I'm old enough to remember, and I'm pretty fucking sure about this. I'm 99% sure about this. Right. You can tell me if I'm wrong, because you've done research and I haven't. Or, and if you don't know, the listeners will. I am 99% sure when this started, it was a different thing entirely because I remember yes. it being like a variety show. I remember, and so, that's where Chuckle Vision came from because yes. you'd have the Chuckle Brothers would do a little double act skit and then like the they'd one. have a bit of music, they might have a magician, they might have a juggler. And yeah. that's why it was so Chuckle that, Vision. So that's what I said earlier on. Um, what's available online now is from season three onwards. Right, and that is where that format kicked in. Right, okay. So the first, the first two seasons were exactly said. It was like a variety show, so there was always the same. I'm um... not mental. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So it was basically, um, it was mainly them. There, there was a singer who was always the same every week. There was somebody who would do like magic tricks mm-hmm. or juggling or fucking whatever. Their brothers were involved as well, so right. they'd be doing some of the skits or they'd be supporting characters in some of their skits. Um, and then after season two, they moved away from that into season three, uh, and that's when they started doing the the sketches and the so the 
basically this sort the story episodes as opposed to being uh, being more of a variety show. See, now I've I've mentioned this to people over the years, right? And it always makes me feel old because I mention it and people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, I'm, no, I I'm I'm convinced. Like, and, and I it's one of those I didn't things realize it was the same show. I knew I knew that was a thing, but I didn't realize it was the same thing because that's why it was Chuckle Vision, and that's the only argument I'm putting forward to people. Because when you think about it, Chuckle Vision as a title, otherwise, doesn't really make much sense. But it was Chuckle Vision. Because it was like this this combined variety show that was on your TV, so it, yeah. it, that's why it was Chuckle Vision, and then they just carried the name forward. Um, yeah. So yeah, okay. So, but as we know the show, as we would come to know one love it, it it is a different, yeah. it's a different scenario every week, and I think that also lends itself to the fact that you know it, it was never, and, and perhaps this is where the longevity comes from. It was never like event TV. I can't say I'd always be like, oh great, Chuckle Vision's on. No, no. But I would never ever turn it off, and like I said, my grandfather yeah. would fucking love it anyway. But it didn't matter if you missed a week because it was mm. totally, yeah. it was totally different the following week. Like it was, all, it was all the same kind of format, but they were doing a different job, and the gags would be different. They would still yeah. be a to me to you gag. They would still be an old oh dear, old oh dear. You know, they yeah. would still be all of that. Um, so, so I think that probably helped with the longevity. And then in terms of probably it's production value as well like this is not an expensive show you can tell by looking at it you know mm. there's a lot of single camera setups you know there's a lot of yeah certainly in the episodes i've seen there's a lot of really quite sparse set dressing as well yeah but again they make it fly which calls back to that vaudeville stage background yeah. they can work with nothing you know you can make a space anything just through through mime and physical comedy yeah, and they were and, able and to it. do that. Yeah, I mean the the one I was talking about where they painted in the library, for example, they had, I'd imagine they printed three A4 sheets with the word silence printed on it. Yeah, and it's just they, they've had multiples because they were painted, so obviously that's going to get damaged. But literally, they've moved that from setup to setup to setup. Had a couple of bookshelves which they moved around and put the books on in different orders for different rooms. Mm-hmm. And one wall was green, and the other was the other one was yellow. It's a very cheap Job show. Done. You can see how cheap this show is to make. And I yeah. don't mean that as detriment. I think they're no, very and economical. It, and yeah, and it, it doesn't... It Yes, it shows. Yes, it looks it, it looks cheap, but it doesn't need to look expensive because the, the, the setup is not, no, it's nothing to do with it. It's the comedy. I mean, the, yeah. f- the first one I watched, they're working in a park. They've got a Land Rover, some tools, and that's about it, really. Yeah. On a lawnmower. Yeah. I, like all... that's, that's it. All of your expense is is in personnel, really. All, all yeah. of this is, you know, the chuckles themselves, the crew, and the and the production team. Like, like that's yeah, that's your expense. There's very little be like costuming. They can wear what like they look. Certainly, as I remember, they might have changed in the later episodes, but I just always remember the pair of them in shell suits. Like they'd always. It, it, it depends what job they were doing. So the ones I watched, the first one where they were in a park, one was in his, um Paul was in his, in a suit. He was like a again he was a sort of no. Lower management. He was no. He was the supervisor, so he was in a shirt and tie. And then Barry was in overalls and a t-shirt. Mm. Both had stupid hats on. The net, one when they were in the library, they both got dungarees and and sort of just like lumberjack shirts on. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's it's you think well, it doesn't really matter where they are or what they're doing. The the one where they were delivering leaflets, yeah, they were they were just doing whatever. And the thing that made me laugh in that more than anything else was that I think we've had this conversation off air where. Greg's just came out of fucking nowhere. Greg's was always a, the, the bakery. Greg's was always a thing, but it was never massive. Now all of a sudden, it's like, f- like where we are, for example, there are five within a square mile. Yeah. Now I can, um, this this is a tangent. Um, 
Yeah. Finish your thought, because I'm going to take us on a real yeah. tangent. Finish your thought. Yeah. So um, the thing that made me laugh was that I was so I was watching that one with number one, uh, number two yesterday, and in that episode where there's there's a lot of, again a lot of slapstick where there's a guy he's, they're in the bakery and he's the guy the, the baker's doing deliveries and they keep knocking the thing into his face. And he's always got pies in there, so he's always getting pie in the face. And again, brilliant, yeah. funny, ne- never not funny. But on the fucking tray for the, the on the bread tray that he's living out of, it's Greg's. With their old red and white logo and fucking all the rest of it before they went all blue and corporate. Yeah, it, and it, it just made me laugh because I had to explain to number two that it's the same Greg's that we now are fucking five. It just wasn't a big thing. Yeah, and I, I, I don't understand where that came from. Right. Where Greg's came from. So it, picking up on that, picking up on right. that, right? Because I think about this a lot, and <laughs> and I don't know what because you're right. Greg's Greg's exploded, right? Greg. Like, He's become like this huge thing now. Sausage rolls are a thing, and what what have you, right? Yeah. Do what you can do, right? You buy Greg's branded clothing, whatever. You do you. Um, Fuck buying Greg's brand. Buy a fucking pasty. Yeah, yeah, Greg's yeah, fucking you clothes. Can, you can get like Greg's branded clothing in, in Primark. Why the fuck for? Because people, right? <laughs> because oh, people. people, man. And look, I'm not knocking Greg's either. Like, I'm I'm a fan of a fucking oval bite and a chicken tikka baguette oh, yeah, as much yeah. as the next person. Like, it's a top draw lunch deal, right? But anyway, so going back, must be 20 years now, Mark. We were editing. So getting on 20 years, right? Yeah. We were editing in my old house. And I remember us debating what we were going to do for lunch. Right? Yeah. And we we normally just used to go to my corner shop. But for whatever reason, I think we felt like something different that day. And I said... I vaguely remember this. You know where I'm going, right? I said, there's a Greg's down the road. And the third, the then third member of our team responded with, what's a Greg's? And yeah. it blew my fucking hair back. And to this day, I still pass Greg's occasionally and think, how the fuck did he not know what a Greg's was? But, but it, that but shows it, but you how thing. much it's grown. <laughs> well, that was it. I mean, we had one. So the town I grew up, um, my school was on like the high street in the middle of town. Mm. And so we had Greg's, we had a sandwich shop across the way. They made a Greg's halfway up the road, and then another bakery, which name I can't remember, down the other end. Ferraris. Greg's I bet it was one... Ferraris. Ferraris was the sandwich shop. Oh, okay. Um, it was whatever the fuck it was called. But everyone went to that one, or they went to Ferraris, or they went to the Chippy. Mm. Nobody went to Greg's because it was more expensive. Yes. Yeah. And judge, no, the only way you, the only time you went there was if the queues were massive in the other ones, and you didn't have a lot of time, like if you did PE or something, and you were late coming out. That was the only time you went to Greg's, so there wasn't much of a queue. Right, so, so yeah. and I and I don't know where Greg's came from because all of a sudden I like I I worked abroad my brothers I came back and all of a sudden there's a fucking Greg's on every corner, more Greg's than fucking Starbucks. Yeah. Like I said, before you went, you going back to that time yeah. before you went, like our friend didn't even know what a Greg's yeah. was, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, there's like there's five in every fucking like my my fucking high street is nothing but vape shops and fucking mm. charity shops, but. It has a fucking Greg's. Yeah. It doesn't have any, but it has a fucking Greg's. No other branded stores. It has a fucking yeah. Greg's. They have them everywhere. Motorway service stations have the fucking thing. There's drive through yeah. Greg's. We've got. Oh, I know. That That blew my fucking mind a bit. Who needs a fucking drive through Greg's? You, I, I don't know. I quite like that idea, but it's not something you're going to. 
So that's something you're going to go and get. I think back going back to the days when I was on the road, if there was a drive through yeah. Greg's, I'd be quite up for just like swinging through on my way home and just being. I'm like, quite happy with the drive through Starbucks. I just, be just, yeah, just like throw the fucking pasties in through the window. Um, but yeah, like going back to being kids, like the, the Greg's in town has been there. It's moved now, but it's it's been there a long time. And we had Greg's and we had Ferraris, right? Because that's normally what you have around here. Ferraris is relatively regional, I think. So, yeah, you know, your mileage may vary, listeners. But you're right. Absolutely, Ferraris was a superior bakery. Like, mm-hmm. no, nobody in their right fucking mind went to Greg's. And somehow, it's managed to survive. Yeah. Like, but not only survive. I mean, as I say, it exploded. And like, I, I spent the last couple of years, before I changed my job again, fucking jobs all over the place. Um, but before I changed last, I used to drive to North Wales quite a lot. And there's a service station about halfway up. And I say service station, it's a garage with a toilet and a little bit of a car park. I love those. Even they've of got a stations. fucking Greg's. The queue for Greg's is bigger than the, pe- the queue for fucking petrol, and there's no petrol around for twenty miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. Yeah, you know, you get those little ones now. It's like a garage, and it's got a Greg's and a Subway. And mm. <laughs> this, this, oh, this time a Subway. It's it's, the, it's a doing? garage with a shop and a and a Greg's. And that's fucking it. Anyway, this isn't the Greg's podcast. <laughs> um, however, if anyone from Greg's is listening, you know, yeah. yeah you, how the fuck did you happen? Yeah, and if you want to send over some fucking chicken pasties or what have you, or the chicken bakes now, aren't they? Everything's a yeah, bake. Ch- yeah, they're not pasties anymore. They're bakes. They're bakes. I don't understand that unless it's because I. Right? Do I upset Greg's? They're not listening. Who cares? Um, their corned beef pasties are the absolute fucking worst. They're terrible. They taste They're fucking of liquid. nothing. Yeah, they taste of nothing, right? So I reckon they've changed it to bake. This is my hot take conspiracy theory. Because it doesn't qualify as a pasty. It doesn't qualify. And if it did, like, the competition is so fucking... But now they can go like, oh, it's not a pasty. It's bake. It's just fine. Don't compare it to a Ginsters or whatever. It's fine. It's... But if you go in and ask for a corned beef pasty, they'll still give you the same fucking thing. Of course they will. I never ask for a bake. <laughs> Unless it's a no. steak bake, because it was always yeah. a steak bake. I'll have a yeah. chicken pasty or a corned beef pasty or a Christmas pasty. Everything else is a bake. Anyway, this is way, way, way. We're supposed <laughs> to be talking about Chuckle Vision. That was bad even for us. Um, but to be fair, it came from somewhere because it was relevant to the episode I was talking about. It did come from about. somewhere. And as soon as you said so it. So at least that's a start. It, that's, it, that's a bonus yeah, for us. It, it triggered that memory, which <laughs> which I do think about. Like, yeah. Relatively. I, I knew it. As soon as you started saying that, I, I, I vaguely remember this. It's such a weird thing to say, but it shows. It, it just shows how, how this has exploded. Um, right. So I want to circle back around to something else you said just then, because you right. mentioned twice now that you've watched it with number two. What's his reaction like to it? Because I imagine he laughed fucking his loves fucking this. bollocks off. Right? Yes. Yeah. So he, he thought it was amazing. Point. Like normally, I put stuff on, and number one will not be interested because it's not on TikTok. Doesn't feature Taylor Swift, and it's generally too long. And she's probably also of that age nat. now, where this is like this yeah. is a little this... bit childish for her. Probably she'll yeah, grow out exactly. of that, and then it'll be funny again. But right now, she's oh yeah, a bit completely. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's no, she's a bit too cool for school. Yeah. So fine, not a problem. She was, she was never going to like it, but I was watching it anyway. So it's, it's half term. I was off yesterday and today, and I put I I monopolized the TV. If they if they wanted to come and watch TV, they were watching what I was watching. Yeah, fair. So put it on, and yeah, number two sat down. He came in. What are you watching? I saw it's, it's a show I used to watch when I was when I was your age. Um, it's two brothers who basically mess around, and he goes, "Oh, okay. Do you mind if I watch it? I'm fine. I'm, I'm watching it. So if you want to sit down, sit down. Just shut up. Hmm. General rule." Every sentence ends with the word Jake, shut up. <laughs> um, but he sat there. And Welcome he to our parenting to podcast, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, welcome to my lockdown. Every fucking meeting I had was punctuated with Jake, shut up. Jake, shut up. Jake, shut up. Um, to which generally people were pissing themselves. But yeah, he came and he sat down. If he's, if he's not engaged in something, he will talk over anything. Mm. And it's usually some fucking nonsense about Minecraft or whatever he's playing or building with Lego or where he's read in the Beano. So fine. I'm not, I'm not listening. I'm not interested, but fine. Just carry on. He came in, he sat down, and for the entire 15 minutes that episode was on, all he did was laugh. Yeah, as soon as you said you watched it with him, I was like, I bet this was a fucking good fucking time loved for it. him. Yeah, I fucking loved it. To a point where he asked if we could watch more of it today. I said, well, we can, but you've got homework to do beforehand, so I'll put some on when you finish that. And then he disappeared upstairs and I didn't see him again. So the fuck I, I mean, he's anyway. probably forgot by now, isn't he? But that, that's, oh, yeah, completely. That's brilliant, though, isn't it? That just shows you why it was on air for 21 years. Yeah, like, because every generation that comes to it, because, it, because the style of humour doesn't age, Yes, it just carries through. Totally, it, it's it's timeless, um, and I, I think it will always be that. You know, I think I could probably show it to my kid when she's old enough, and that'll probably yeah. be another seven or eight years yet, and she'll find yeah. it hilarious. Yeah, you know, and there'll be that finite window where she'll find it hilarious. Yeah, and then she'll she'll outgrow it very quickly. Yeah, but, but then, then I say it'll come back, back around. around. You definitely do. Um, I I know I did that myself. Yeah, you know, I mean. When this started, what did it start? 88, 89? 87. 87, fucking hell. Late, late 87. Before. Right. So those early shows I can was... remember then. I was like... Yeah, September September, 27, uh, September 87 to December 2009. There you go. So I'm like six, right? So I was probably loving this from the ages of probably around about six to 12-ish, something like that. Then mm. I remember dropping off and then, you know, being a student happens. Yes. And then it's fucking great again. Right, it's yeah. just, just especially like, when you're pissed. Yeah, it's, it's ideal student TV. You know, hence why the Chuckle Brothers then went on a student tour and stuff, just like Timmy Mallet did and everyone else. Yeah. Like, you know that. that well, was incidentally, I'm going to Butlins in June for an 80s weekend, and Paul Chuckles on the uh, on the card. Is he? Yeah. Wicked. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So what does he do now on his own? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but he's on the card. It's it's an, like an 80s fucking theme weekend. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm the old farts I used to work with when I go, so well, fuck it, why not? Maybe it's just like you know, autographs and selfies and stuff. Maybe, or maybe he's got one man show. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Whatever, I'm I'm, d- I'm done forever. You know, fuck it, it's Paul Chuckle. Yeah, it'd be interesting if he if he interested to see if he can pull off a one man show. You know, just without... I would imagine it would be difficult, but then again, you no, know, it's but, it's not impossible, is yeah, it? I mean, but I mean, just just you, you know, you've hit the nail on the head. It's Paul Chuckle. That's it. That's the show. Right there, yeah. Like he doesn't have to do anything. It's like I remember. It's it's saying that we you know we've been to how many fucking things where you know like fucking wrestling things where it's just a Q and A. Yeah. This motherfucker's got stories coming out of his ass. Oh man, they I did bet. this for twenty years. Yeah. Plus the fucking game show they did, and you know, all the all the stuff they did on stage, all the stuff the they did away from Trobus. I forgot you. about the game show. Yeah. On on the island, they had an island, yeah. didn't they? Chuckle Chuckle uh, yeah. Island. Chuckle Island. So they had that. So they had. Um, to me, to you, it was the game show. That was mm. um, mid-90s, wasn't that? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that was 96, 98. And then they, had, they, they, just before Barry died, they moved to Channel 5 and did a show called Chuckle Time, which was basically You've Been Framed. Ooh. But it was, it, was commission, it was commissioned for 13 episodes. They only made six, and then he died. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> but, then again, I, but then again, I don't know. It, it depends how they're presenting it, doesn't it? I mean, if you, if you think of the way You've Been Framed went, it was... It was always a single presenter, and you never really had anyone to bounce anything off. No. It, whereas I can imagine them doing a better job. I've not seen it, and I'm not, I have no intention of trying to track it down. But I can imagine if they're 
introducing clips or talking about clips, there's going to be gags thrown in either side to cement that and cement what you what you're seeing on t- on the screen. And yeah. I can see it working. Same as like if you, if you think of like um, Takeshi's Castle where you've got Craig Charles doing the commentary, mm. that's as much part of the show as the actual uh, the the images you're seeing. True. And I can see it being sort of similar in that respect. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I've got no desire to track that down. You now. Oh fuck now. Now you've mentioned the game show though. That may have to yeah. go on our list because I remember. Yeah. That. They, wasn't there something about? Oh man, they were on an island and they had like a they had like a cart that they had to push. It was a giant board, wasn't it? Because um, it was a bit like the one that um, I, see. I keep thinking Paul Daniels and Wizbit did a game show. I think we talked about this on the Wizbit thing. Yeah, but I can't remember what he was called. I remember this being quite similar in that it had a big fucking board that everybody moved around. And I don't even know if Paul Daniels and Wizbit did do that game show. I might have completely fucking imagined it. I don't know. I remember some conversation about it. I mean, not being sure then. But in my head, it was like a big board. And I remember there was a giant fucking board. Because again, that was a format that was around for a little while. This giant board yeah. game, giant dice. Like, because yeah. um, what was the one fucking John Barrowman did? The great movie game. That had, that had a board yeah. as well that you moved around. Yeah. So I'll, I'll read the blurb of it. So um, the children's game show, the program is set on the fictional tropical island known as Chuckle Island, owned by the Chuckle Brothers. In each episode, two teams of two children compete against each other to win as many prizes offered by the program. After playing a game to decide who begins first, each team takes in turns to roll a dice and move a trolley carrying a set of prizes across a large board of 17 spaces, consisting of a start uh, where the teams begin and a home space for each team, and a series of special spaces. The goal of the game is for the team to move the trolley onto their respective home space to claim the prizes on it, including those earned by correctly answering questions on the, on the prize spaces, whereupon the trolley is reset to the start with a new set of prizes. On each team's return, one contestant rolls a dice which determines how many spaces the trolley moves. Um, if it lands on a double, the opponent's roll is, uh, opponent's roll is doubled. At t- um, yeah, and then the, this talks about there's a randomizer, there's different types of games, there's celebrity input and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, this this is a format that it didn't really go away for a long time. It's only when kids TV changed and became Peppa fucking pick that you really lost this. Yeah. And, but then bizarrely, the people who grew up with this stuff then became like television people and started pitching this shit. And you get like Fort Boyard and stuff like that. I know. And so it, again, it's, it's when we talk about things coming around is that, well, yeah. you know, it, it's my, it's a really big bugbear of mine in film, in movies and, and sort of, scripted tv where people say, oh, I, I love the original so i want to put my own spin on it but then you know, where you have this type of format where you, have, where you have a game show and you're just reintroducing a concept i think it works a lot better and it's very difficult to then you no know, apart from when you no, know, if you look at the you know, new version of gladiators which is fucking horseshit um because the gladiators I don't disagree. know the fucking games i disagree <sighs> i like how i like how horrible it is it's a car crash and it's entertaining oh, it's terrible it's so I, I, I get really annoyed because the, i watched the first three and the gladiators don't know the rules of the games no they don't they're terrible <laughs> and that, that pisses terrible. me off because no, that, that's the whole point is they're fucking they're supposed to be specialists and experts but anyway we can come on to that one another time yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah the, the whole the, the whole thing of this where yes this this concept will run and run and again have no having the special guests they had the entire the entirety of children's bbc so fucking Michaela Strachan popped up every week, and Mister Blobby popped up. The fucking guy from the Demon Headmaster popped up in character and tried to mesmerize the children. There you go. You know why not? You know, you've got access to all this stuff. Why the fuck not? Yeah, use it. Use it. Um, so, it's, um, but circling back around to like, yeah, maybe that needs to go on the list. Maybe we look yeah. at that again, and maybe New Gladiators deserves a re because we did Gladiators, so maybe New. Let's Gladiators get to the end of the season deserves, first. Deserves a revisit because um, I. I'm quite taken with it. 
it's 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 shit it's in terrible. all it's the best awful. ways. In all the best ways, though, it's a fucking car crash. Um, and the, pro- the, the the biggest problem is there's not like an eminently there's, a, there's not a female gladiator who's eminently hot on everybody else, which you always had in the disagree original. hard disagree with that one. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Saber's fucking amazing. Uh, hard yeah, but there's 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 a, there's a few of them. That's the problem. There is, but she's. Heavy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like, say there's a standout. Yes. <laughs> there is. Anyway. Anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. Th- this is for another podcast. Uh, <laughs> maybe we really do just need a fucking random podcast where we can just ramble shit because <laughs> we've, about shit. we've just done a good ten minutes off topic there. Um, so to circle it back around, we were talking about the production values. We were talking about how yeah. cheap it was to make. Um, hmm. You know, I think. Along with that has got to go the theme tune, which as far as I know, didn't change. And when I say didn't change, I don't just mean the tune itself didn't change. I mean, it was the same fucking recording as far as I know. I could be wrong, but every episode I've ever watched has got the I think the audio was the same. I think they changed the video in season four or five. Oh, they might have changed the video, yeah. But yeah, the actual actual theme tune, yeah, as far as I'm aware, it's always been the same. Because again, you know... We didn't do this before our theme tunes episode, but had we done that, this would probably oh, this would, be on there. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's a bit like the show, isn't it? It's not good and it's not clever, but it's it's not set in the world on fire. But, but it's in, such an earworm. It, Nobody's ever is, forgotten it, it once they've heard it, have they? No, that's the thing. And in terms of what you want a theme tune to do, it's an ident for your show. Yeah, nobody's forgetting fucking Chuckle Vision when you've got a theme tune that just says Chuckle Vision over and over again. Chuckle, Chuckle Vision. But it works. Yeah, and and that's it. But, you know, when you hear it in your head, like, yeah, you know all the words because the words are basically ch- ch- chuckle vision. And it's always on screen in front of you as well. You can't Rotating miss it. around. Yeah. But just everything about it is so 80s. And I don't think it ever mm. changes. Like, even the little stings in there, the harmonies, it's all it's yeah. all so 80s. Everything about this just comes together as just this just wonderful little package, I think, that, that existed yeah. for, you know what 20 years i guess yeah um and 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 never really evolved or changed because it didn't have to because Mm. they hit their stride early on they perfected their format yeah and just ran with it and i think they've they've put the full stop on this kind of children's live action comedy call it sitcom sketch show whatever you want like they they put the full stop on it like there is no point anyone else ever doing this because it won't no. be as good. And there's enough content here that no one else ever yeah. needs to do it. Yeah. I mean, there are 260-odd episodes of this format, like plus the original two seasons where there's probably another 30 episodes there. I could start a re With the way my schedule is, I could start a rewatch of this show now, and I don't think I'd ever finish it. Yeah. I, seriously, I I, and I don't mean because I would stop. I mean because I would be dead. Is what yeah. I mean. Like, I mean, math is not my strong suit, but basically there are two hundred ninety-two episodes, and they're fifteen minutes each. Yeah. So you get through four an hour. That's a lot of fucking hours you got to get through. That's a hell of a lot. Um, I've struggled to watch a handful for this show. So yeah, yeah. It, like I can't. I I I said it at the start of the show, and I've been racking my brain like. If if you can hear a weird noise this week, listeners, it is the cogs turning at the back of my mind because I've been racking my brain as we've been talking. The thing like, is there another one? Is there another show, Blue Peter and Newsround, shit like that aside? Is there another kid show that we can say has run this long? 
and I cannot think of a single fucking one. No, I can't either. Nearly 300 episodes. That's fucking mental for what is essentially a show about two fucking Yorkshiremen fucking up every week. Yeah. You know, and you, we've said, I said 20 minutes, you said it's 15 minutes. They're, they're, they're 14 and change. See, I think they used to be longer than that. The versions on YouTube are 14, they, they range from like 1420 to 1450. I can remember them being longer, see. I can remember them being like 20 to 30 minutes. Know. But that might be I, one of those things that's just faded. Yeah, that, yeah, that might just be something in your in your head that you, that's in there, and you're not sure. No, it doesn't doesn't play out. I mean, I always remember the majority of things that we watched as kids being a lot longer. Mm. Um, just because when you're a kid, you know that that sort of concept of time, especially when you're watching something on TV, it doesn't it doesn't really exist. It's only you no, know, it's only as you yeah. get older, and so you get you know it sort of has any consequence. So generally, it would be a case of I wouldn't need to know what time stuff was, no, how long stuff was. I just knew that that finished before that. That was on before Home and Away. That was on before Neighbours. Mm. And then the news was on. We could fuck off and play again. And it was you know, that, that's kind of the way your brain works when you're on that sort of, that sort of television block. The way you had CITV and you had Children's BBC, you just knew that from like quarter quarter past three or half past three until ten past five on ITV and half past five on uh, on BBC. That was your kids' TV block. Yeah. And if a show was five minutes, if it was ten minutes, if it was twenty minutes, it didn't really matter. Yeah. It was just what you were watching. And you had two channels showing kids stuff, so it didn't really fucking matter because you didn't have any other choice. Yeah, true, I suppose. I, I don't know. I just thought it was longer. Um, one other thing I want to talk about before we wrap up. I mean, we've we've done, yeah. we've done kind of done the show now. We've done the theme team. We've done the production. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Sorry. I will stop there. The original shows, the um, the first two seasons were 20 minutes. It's only when they, to the, 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 when they went to the... The 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 episode format rather than the variety show. Then they went fifteen minutes. There you go. So I've got it. Right. Um, that teach me to turn left. Yeah. So we so we've kind of we've kind of talked about the the technical aspects of the show. So we've talked a lot about what it meant to us. I think we've covered that in, in quite yeah. a lot of detail. Um, you know, the most that we've done for for quite a while with some of these shows. Actually, we've done a lot of technical dives lately, but we've hmm. gone deep on the cultural impact with this. I think I know we're talking about the show, right? But I don't think the show can be separated from the chuckles. Right, no, I, I, absolutely. I, not. I, I think you can't separate the personalities from the show, and I think it's also just got to be said, particularly in you know, in light of everything that's gone on in the last ten to fifteen years, specifically with children's entertainers, specifically with those who work with the BBC. Yeah, I think a lot's got to be said that that the chuckles have, by and large, well, not by and large, they absolutely have kept their nose completely clean, absolutely for the entire I mean, time. I, so I was, I was reading earlier, and I, I, the, the majority of my research for anything we do is Wikipedia because I can't be fucking asked. Fair. And it's on one page, and we generally end up talking shit anyway, so I, I don't talk about it. I mean, it's better than the majority of my research, which is my memory. So, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, what we found, and we found this before, when we, when we did um, Power Rangers, for example, the talk about the show was fairly minimal on the page as opposed to all the fucking controversy around mm-hmm. it, especially around David Yost and... Um, uh, the girl who played the Yellow Ranger, whose name I can't remember. Um, all the stuff around them, it, there's far more detail on that. When you come to um, when you come to this, there's nothing about controversy, about any backstage politics or any difficulties. Um, when it talks about their private lives, there's a section on on the Chuckle Brothers page. Obviously, they've got their, there's a page for the show and a page for the Chuckle Brothers. Um, it talks about their career, and then in terms of personal life, it talks about the fact they were both um, lifelong supporters of Rotherham FC. Um, and they were made honorary presidents in 2007. Um, talks about 
their marriages. So Barry was married from 1973 until he died. Paul has been married since 1988. One, no, again, one wife each, no messy divorces, no kids here, there and everywhere, no tabloid scandals, no Operation Utri. It's just literally, you've got two wholesome guys who just fucking made TV for kids. There's literally only two things I can think of that spring to mind in terms of controversy when I think of the Chuckle Brothers. One, unfortunately, um, was... uh, I don't know if they were both alive at the time, um, but certainly I know um, I know that Paul was. One is that they were Brexit supporters. If they were both alive, they were both Brexit supporters. If not, Paul was. Yeah, they would have been, yeah. So that's disappointing, yes, but look, their generation yes. is what it is, right? Yeah, they, they were also um, and look, in the gr- fairly supportive of the Lib Dem Tory coalition. But, yeah. yeah, but, you know, look, politics is politics, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to judge them for that. Um, it's not like they're really disgusting at least not publicly they may be behind closed doors I don't know but publicly they they weren't disgustingly right wing so I'm not going to judge them for that Um, there's that and then do you remember and and it's kind of sad because obviously he did die but do you remember the whole Barry is dead thing when Facebook first started no I don't do you not remember this I know there have been there've been lots of them. I know that because uh, Morgan Freeman gets killed off every month. Yeah, it just kept going right. I think this was the first one I can remember being exposed to. It just kept going round and round, like two or three times. He keep coming up to the point where, in the end, I stopped checking because I was like, "No, he's not dead. No, he's." And then he really did die. <laughs> and then, it, yeah, I mean, to be fair, he didn't die until like, twenty eighteen. I think it was. It was relatively recent. Yeah, it was relatively. Yeah, recent. yeah, fifth of the fifth of August, twenty eighteen. The one story I do remember from their personal lives was. Um, Current one it was, I think it was Paul. He was on holiday in Greece and he fell off a moped or something and broke his nose and busted his face open. <laughs> oh my god! And did you? Oh no! And I... so basic, he was trying to get, he was trying to fly people down to help him, and, and it was published in all the, in the press. that apparently, people were sort of shouting to me to you and driving off. No. Um, <laughs> so I remember that, and I, but I've just been reading that he did, he did allegedly. Um, he has come out and said that was something they made up to get attention in the press. I'm so glad because as you were telling that story, I was literally about to go to me, to you. That's what you do. We go, can you imagine? I was about to say, can you just imagine all the people going to me, to you? Because... And that's exactly what they did. But he did, um, it does say that he, um, on uh, Richard Herring's podcast, on his theatre podcast, he did say the story of Taurus shouting that was invented to get attention in the press. Oh, I bet. Um, but he did He did bust his face. Um, and it, the, the next paragraph is about the urgent legend of uh, Barry die, uh, dying um, on Facebook. Yeah, it was fucking everywhere. It was weird. Really weird. Um, I, I, like, yeah, you, yeah. See, you see one every fucking week now. There's one, like, best yeah. celebrity gossip or whatever or so-and-so. And, and they've, they've got quite um, eloquent of late as well. You get, like, you know, massive diatribes. They're all, it's almost like yes. people are writing eulogies and then they just put a photo. Yeah, it's somebody's obituary. It's so fucking... Yeah. Anyway, I remember that, and but that's it. And and for like two guys who've had a career now for well, knocking on forty well, years. Well, I was gonna say it started it started in the early eighties. Their 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 career. I mean, the the, the show started in eighty seven, but they've been around for probably ten years before that. Say, so you're probably talking late seventies. Yeah, I say two guys. Obviously, Barry's no longer with us, sadly. But but for guys that've had a career for this long, and oh, yeah, especially the time they were working, the environment they were working in. Yeah. To have just kept their nose clean. And we shouldn't be celebrating that as it's a thing. Like, oh, by no. the way, they weren't pedos that we know of. Yeah, they like, weren't pedos, and they weren't taking drugs and you know, banging hookers. We, we and shouldn't no be celebrating that, but it, I, I, I just feel like it needs comment because let's face it, everyone it, else on our fucking screens at that time, one oh by gosh, one, yeah. you know, they're all fucking, they're all coming out yeah. of the woodwork. 
So well, that, that's it. And it, and it wasn't, wasn't just the screen. You know, if you look at um, you know, the BBC radio um, presenters, well, people like DLT, and it was all fucking going on everywhere, wasn't it? Well, didn't they? They were involved with the DLT thing. They were. Um, I can't remember how. Now I know they, said they were. In... That, I'm doubting myself because I remember they were. I've, I've just I've just read something about it. So in twenty February 2014, the Chuckle Brothers attended the trial of David Lee Travis. Paul said it was a complete shock that such an attack had occurred in their presence. After giving evidence, the pair posted a selfie outside South of Crown Court, report sharing it with thousands of followers. Uh, the brothers smiled photographs and deemed some deemed their actions inappropriate. So yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the incident was. I'd have to look it up. Um, but yeah, there was they, they they testified against him, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so, so again, like, yeah, the, the photograph's probably in quite poor taste, but but then again, if you see the Chuckle Brothers out in public, they're going to be fucking smiling. It, of course they are. And let's be fair, like, I I think you could walk past either of them, let alone both of them together. I think well, you could, not now. It, yeah, but, but even back, like back then, right? What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter if it's one of them, right? But if it was two yeah. of them, you would definitely do this. I feel like you would approach them. Because I feel like yeah. they, I just feel like they'd be approachable guys, right? Like mm. I don't feel like they'd be standoffish at all. So unless they're out with their families and clearly doing something private, I think yeah. If I saw them in public, for instance, I would feel like I could go up and say hello. Can I have a selfie, please? Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I just feel like <sighs> maybe it's because we've spent so much time with them and they're so yeah. kind of. It's the familiarity thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah. because they've been around, they've 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 been a constant. Yeah. And like you know, even like the, obviously, obviously Barry's, Barry's dead now, but even you know, the fact that they you know they were still working and they were still you no, know, they were still doing stuff. They were still on TV. You know, they're still doing you know, Paul's still doing appearances now. They've con- they've been there since we were you know, really small kids. I mean, I, I would have probably been watching this probably early to mid nineties, mm. and then again when I went to uni. Um, and yeah, like this, the, these are people I grew up with. Yeah, I know. No, okay, I don't, don't never physically met them. I don't know them, but these are people I've they, I've seen them every week. They're the fucking weird uncles who just you know, do magic tricks and make everybody laugh. Yeah, it's that. It, it's almost like the first parasocial relationship that I can think of. Yeah, you know, like loads of people get that now with with the internet being the way it is, and with streamers yeah. and podcasters, podcasters, you know, parasocial relationships are a thing. Um, but it wouldn't have been back then, and yet I feel like this would, and, and you just feel like they wouldn't be arseholes, is the thing as well. Yeah. Like you feel like you go up and talk to them, and, and they wouldn't be arseholes. Yeah. Um, because, well, no, I don't know because why. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know you, why you, that you, is. I can't I mean, explain w- it. When it. I just. But I think it comes back to that whenever you whenever you've seen them on anything, they're always very friendly. They're always no, even even when they are being stupid and they're you know, bickering or whatever else, they're all still very friendly. They're always smiling. And then when you see them interviewed, you see them on anything. They're always fucking laughing and joking. They're always smiling. Even when you see them, no, even you see them in the in the, in the tabloid stuff when they've been out and about, people taking pictures, bro. They were always fucking smiling. Yeah, like add when... that to the fact that they haven't been involved. They haven't been these big scandals. There's no fucking smoke anywhere saying, "Oh, you, they might have done this. They might have done that." And yeah, you just get the impression as long as they're not doing something you know, private or so, that if you went and said, "Sorry to bother, sorry to bother you," I don't know, big fan as a kid, would you mind if I had a selfie or an autograph? Or they wouldn't take, they wouldn't turn and tell you to fuck off. No. And I even remember like when they were doing the nightclub tours and stuff in the early two mm. thousands. Like I never went, but I just remember there being loads of photos, um normally yeah. of, of Barry for some reason, just having a really fucking good time with a bunch of kids mm. in a club. And yeah. then, you know, you look at the other side of the fence and when like Timmy Mallet was doing that and Keith Chegwin was doing that and there'd be mm. all of these just stories about them actually kind of being pricks. 
yeah. and, and there was just none of that with with the chuckles it was always a photo of him just getting lashed and having a good time which yeah. <laughs> which is fucking it's what great. Want, really isn't it? yeah it's fucking great um yeah I, I i don't know what else there is to say i just wanted to kind of make sure we covered that because i think it yeah it was worth mentioning um hopefully nothing comes out posthumously now <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> that will kind of bite us in the ass, won't it? Um, and maybe you can report back after your Butlin's experience. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that, that'll uh, that'll be the next bit. Now, I mean, I've, I've just sort of been flicking through the wiki page, and there was some uh, controversy around. Um, Barry tweeted something. There was a lot. There were a lot of attacks around um, Tommy Robinson, who's running the time of his court case, and Barry put out a tweet saying, "Just, just leave him alone," or something like that, along the lines of, like, "Just fucking let him get on with it." Yeah. And that was received very badly. Um, if he was supporting him, yeah, it deserves to be treated, received badly. But from what I can tell, there's nothing. It doesn't look like he's going, oh, he's fucking brilliant. And no, you're all fucking wankers. And if you don't like him, none of that. It's just, look, just, just, just leave him alone. Just be nice. <laughs> yeah. Everybody be fucking nice to each other. Uh, and so even that, you know, I mean, there's, there's a bit of controversy around that. Because, Tommy you know, Robinson, though, I'm going to find that hard to defend. But, yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, no, it's not as if he's gone out of his way and said, "Yeah, he's a good bloke and he's, he's got some fucking good ideas." He's just said, "Look, just leave him alone." Yeah. And I think that if that's the, no, the internet being what it is, yes, you'll fucking cancel him for that because clearly he's supporting a fucking fascist nutter. But in this, no, you look at some of the other fascist nutters that were around there. Yeah, and again, saying, "Look, leave him alone." No, just fucking leave him alone. What's no? It's not as harmful as saying, "Fucking hang Mike Pence." Yeah, and you know, he disagrees with you, so fucking hang him, bomb, no, bomb NATO. It's not the same fucking thing, is it? Yeah, and again, it's not like he's Jimmy Savile, is it? So yeah, exactly. That's a pretty grim way to end, but um, yeah, you know. But I mean, just ignore the last two minutes and just you know, think about the, the tours and the fucking. Yeah, I think. In, yeah, I, I think in general, um, I can't say I've ever done a rewatch of Chuckle Vision until now. No, I, I don't count what I've done yesterday and today as a rewatch. I've only no, I don't either. I've, I've just dipped into it. And I can't say that I'd ever sit down and do a full rewatch in the future. But what I can no. say is I enjoyed what I watched. I yes. probably will watch some more. Yeah. Just if for, I have time, I will put more For on. my own benefit. And I think I'll certainly watch more in the future when the kid's old enough. Because I, yeah. I don't think it'll age. No. And I think it's just perfect... What it is, in a nutshell, and I think we haven't thrown this term out there, and I don't know why. We've been talking about it as a kid's show, and I, and I don't think it is, especially when we were doing this, you know, over-eights, under-eights thing. Yeah. I don't think it's that at all. I think what it is is just the perfect little slice of family TV. It doesn't matter yeah. how old you are, or what yeah. sex, race, yeah, If you're watching it with my dad, anything, or you're watching you with your granddad, or, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. This is just so good-natured. And so genuinely funny, yeah. That I just think it it's it, it's fun for all the family. It's it is, and I think that we've talked about this with other shows where, um, and certainly with movies as well on, on Mario. That the whole thing where things get said in schools because the vast majority of people in the world have a school experience, mm. and it's the same with this. There's a universal universality to this humor whereby you have fucking morons everywhere, and you have people who fuck up their jobs. Yeah. And do no, these do the easiest things in the stupidest possible way. Yeah. So you can always recognise that, and, and yes, okay, it's 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 dialed up to eleven, and no, it's 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 obviously very exaggerated, but you can always recognise that. And generally, it's the same as no, this you know, with with families. Everybody's you no, know, everybody's got somebody like that in their family. If you don't know, it is it's you? Yeah. And it's kind of that. Everybody can see that fucking drunk uncle. Yeah. 
who goes to paint the shed and falls through the window. Yeah, totally. Or no, or he falls asleep on the roof and gets sunburned. Yeah, it's no, it's it, there's that universality to it, which is I think is really important, and it's possibly one of the reasons why it lasted so long. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's it's just yeah, it's easily relatable. It's well made. It's cheaply made, but it's well made, um, yeah. and it's it's just good fun. It's just good fun, yeah. and and it's down it's down to Paul and Barry. Look, don't me wrong; they they've got a whole fucking writing team behind them. Like they, they, it's not like they came up with these gags on their own. No, but they're I the think ones. by writing team, I think it's three of them. There you go. I think it's Chuckle Brothers and two others. All right, there you go. But but you know they're the ones selling the gags to us, and they do it very very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to be fair, I mean when I mean they did they popped up occasionally on like live and kicking and stuff like that in or in character, mm. and again. They, you know, it, they were always completely on point, and it was always, again, just something that you never minded. They weren't interrupting anything. There wasn't a case. Oh, fucking these idiots again! It was literally just two minutes of going, okay, fair enough, and then you crack on. Yeah, and then Trevor and Simon would come on. You tell the tell the TV to fuck off. God, there's a comparison we should have fucking made earlier in the show. Yeah, no, I did think of this this morning, and I forgot to bring it up. But yeah, I mean, if you look at these of the, as so the quote unquote comedy duos on kids TV on B, kids BBC in the early nineties. Early, early to mid nineties, you were the Chuckle Brothers and fucking Trevor and Simon. I mean, the different ends of the spectrum. I think. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I'd have to rewatch some Trevor and Simon because I fucking loved them as a kid. It was a big pants swinger. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they became a bit one note. Um, I, be, I bet they towards did, the end, and I bet this stuff doesn't hold up at all. Um, yeah, I mean, but they, I'm not they, they, saying um, that until I've watched it. But I'm just no, no. My thought I mean, process I, I remember here is them. I bet they don't hold up. Yeah, I remember them on Live and Kicking. I remember them being becoming fairly catchphrasey, um, and it was just the same gag every week. And he was like, "Fuck's sake!" I just put X Men on. I still swing my pants. <laughs> I, I can't between help you it. and your god. I can't help it. If I've got slightly baggy trousers on, I will swing my pants. If I'm sat in a settee and there's a catch tune on, I will swing my pants. <laughs> I will. I just will do it. It's one of those things that's just been absorbed maybe we need to re- maybe we need to revisit something they were on um just to get back into them but how um, do you revisit trevor and simon though did they there will there will be clip there will be excerpts from live and kicking and things on youtube i'd imagine yeah it's going live wasn't it were they not going live they were on both i was gonna say i remember them as being on going live yeah they they they, they were on both um so when live and kicking started what 92 93 they were i think they were the only things that transitioned over okay philip Schofield and sarah green was going live wasn't yes that? Yeah, and Gordon the Gopher. Yeah, no, then, Gordon the Gopher was in the broom cupboard. Was he on going live? He was in the broom cupboard. Yeah, was he on going live? No, he was. He was just in the broom cupboard. Yeah, um, and then because he in the broom cupboard, he was replaced by Ed the Duck when yes, Andy Peters, when Andy took Peters over. came in. Yes, and then yeah, so yeah, so what, they were so Trevor and Simon were the only thing that transitioned, as far as I'm aware, from going live to live and kicking. Was live and kicking Otis the Aardvark? No, he was also broom covered with Chris Jarvis. Was he? Okay. So he was after Ed the Duck, right? Okay, and then what came after there's that? There's a whole, there's a whole show here just on mascots. There's a whole show on mascots. We, we, Got to be. Yeah, we're going. That's a who wins is what that is. Oh. Yeah. Um, there's a whole. I was only saying last week we run out of ideas. Yeah. There's a whole other tangent we're going on here, so we should probably wrap this before we <laughs> we go too far off topic again. Apologies, listeners. We have once again rambled off topic for approximately quarter of this podcast, but Pfft, half quite easy to to sum up chuckle vision in in very few words i think and, and i think we've just done it i think it's just it's a it's a lovely little show i'm i'm glad it's in the world it is is yeah. my feeling on this to be yeah. honest i i sometimes come to these um 
and sometimes, especially some of the the, the bitier shows. I mean, when you've got a show that's got a, a, a narrative and an arc, and you, you've you've got to watch it to follow it. So when we've done stuff like Jason, we've done stuff for you this season. There's something you've got to watch, it and you've got to kind of go through it. And so with some of these, which are very throwaway, you know, they're one and done. I get quite worried because they they tend to be a bit of a slog, and you tend to repeat the same things over and over again each episode. So coming into this, I wasn't sure, but I thought can chuckle it's a chuckle that should be fine and actually i've come out I, I came out of it going i wish i had more time i wish yeah. i could watch more yeah I wish and I that doesn't happen more. often yeah and i think that's something that i don't have a lot of time um to other shit going on but i will try and fit more in um in the next couple of weeks just because it was entertaining and it's something i can do with number two i can sit him down in front of the tv and it's something we're both going to enjoy that's the lovely thing about this if nothing else you've got that out of it because i could as soon as you mentioned it i was like yeah i bet he fucking loves this so yeah. yeah, if nothing else, you've got a nice little bonding exercise out of this. Um, yeah, exactly. So and I don't have to fucking listen to him watching bastard YouTubers playing Minecraft. Yeah, I mean it, it beats fucking Minecraft and Roblox and all the other shit that kids are into. Yeah. So yeah, I've I've had a great time with what I've watched. Um, and like I said, yeah. more than anything, whether I've watched it or not, I think I'm just glad that it's around and will continue to be around. And yeah, like put it on iPlayer. BBC, like, what the fuck is I wrong know. with you? Make it more accessible well, that's it, for then people. Paul and Barry's estate get paid. Yeah, fucking hell. Like, yeah, it should be on iPlayer. Maybe we need to absolutely like, start yeah, a petition I, I, I or don't something. Why it's not? Let's get on. Like, what's what's that petition website that I always get emails oh. from? Forget it. Now. Oh yeah, another one. You all know the one. Yeah, I mean. where you, yeah the one that you get the emails. Change yeah. Let's get on change yeah, you, we get twenty votes and somebody debates it in the for Tesco's car. Yeah, and please and please pay us money as well because this isn't shady in any way, shape, or form. I mean, the yeah, voting absolutely. people, not us. Um, yeah, not yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We 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 do this for shits and giggles. We don't take money. Uh, we, if you want to give us money, we do absolutely. take money. We do take money. That wasn't me asking for your money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you want to give us money, that's absolutely fine, and we will gladly accept it and put it to good use. However, we're not asking for it. Yes, th- th- exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway but before, beer is not cheap just putting it out there. before we cement over this fucking hole that we dig <laughs> let's wrap this up i think um yeah yeah I, like i said i i've got no more to say i just think it's a wonderful little show and i'm pleased it's not a little show at all actually it's little in length but it's it's run for a very long time um i'm pleased we got around to rewatching it i do want to watch yeah. more but like I say, more than, more than anything, I'm just happy it's ever existed at all because I don't think this would get made today. Um, no, I don't either. And, and I'm just—I think the problem is it doesn't fit with today's audience. I think that the attention span isn't there, so it would it would it would revert to being shorter skits, which then lose the appeal. Agreed. I think. I think. But I also think that is the perception, and I think the reality is that it's that good that if you do sit them down in front of it, as you've yeah be a witness absolutely. to. They will fucking watch it, but I just don't think it yeah. would get through the boardroom today. No, I don't either, because the yeah, so the perception would be it doesn't fit on fucking TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Therefore, it's not it's not relevant, and that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. It is. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got not really anything to say, but I would love to know what people's thoughts are because I've not spoken to many people because I'm not in work this week. Um, but when I have mentioned it, that we are doing it. Oh, I remember that, and they've all everyone's got an episode they remember. Um, I was somebody was telling me about one where they were window cleaners, and again, very Laurel and Hardy with the ladder and sort of swinging it around and shit like that. Again, everybody's got a favorite. everyone's got one to remember, and I think that's the the beauty of this is that every there are two hundred ninety two of the fuckers. You could talk to the best part of three hundred people, and not get the same 
episode brought up twice. Yeah. And that no, again, that's an amazing thing. So I would love to know what people's recollections of Chuckle Vision are. Um, because yeah, it's, it's for me, it's just been a, a really good time, and I, I wish I'd had more time to watch it thus far. And I will definitely pick up more this week um, before I have to move on to something else. Um, but yeah, whatever your thoughts are, wherever, if you'd like to get in touch with us, um, as usual on Twitter at SMPDPod, you can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can also pick up our previous episodes of this show and our other shows as well. Wherever you get your podcasts from, subscribe, leave a message, we'll get back to you as best we can. Until the next time, see you later. Thank you.